And welcome back, everybody. It is episode 19 of Thirst and Goal. It's Ben, it's me, and Sanya is back Yay! Hello. in the building back in the house. or back outside. Hello. It wasn't the same without you. It, it definitely was not Aww. the same without you, Sanya. Hey. Welcome. Especially St. Patrick's Day of all days to miss. Yeah, I, I know. I know. I know. For a drinking show where we talk about sports, that's the one day you should be here. Yes, exactly, exactly. <laughs> and did you have green beer? Uh, we had Guinness, probably too many. Yes, we had Guinness. We had uh, well, we had the eight one eight. We had the eight one eight. Yeah, that was a nice brew. jug that was, that was in pretty there. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna have to take that back and get a refill. Yeah, we have a, a wonderful no, brewery we, we, here. We're gonna have to go back. It was. Uh, was it was it actually. Good? It was. It was actually really good. Very crisp. I mean, we didn't IPA. finish the jug, but eight one eight brewery. It was a pretty big jug. Yeah, it was a, br- <laughs> <laughs> it was a pretty big jug. I think we got halfway yeah, through. Yeah, it about. went flat. Yeah. Oh, it did. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's just for it's like a party ball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. pretty much, okay. pretty much. Uh, so, how was everyone's week this week leading up to the podcast? It was, it was okay. It was good. All right, all yeah. right, Franny. It was, it was good. I mean, it seemed like it went by pretty fast. Yeah, it was a it was a long week for me yeah. for yeah. sure. Uh, long week. Had a had a great day today, though. You know, I must say we had a great day today. Um and uh, you know not so eventful day yesterday so it was a, it was a long, <laughs> it was a long week but a good week so um, Sonia how was your trip oh it was good yeah. oh we had a great time San Francisco is is it's a lot of fun yeah see it's funny I've never been to San Francisco oh I mean, it's I, beautiful I, mean, I lived in California my entire life and I've never been to San Francisco it's beautiful it's, very it's expensive I, yeah 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 it's it's a little, yeah very beautiful that's for sure yes. expensive you to, yes you have to uh, get some kind of an inheritance. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You it's, gotta uh, see it's it pretty at least intense. once. Yeah. Oh, yeah. for sure. For I hear sure. a lot of the parents out there uh, put their kids through college by paying five hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> 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 the most pointless crime in oh the history of crimes. Oh my god! Oh my lord! Becky, Aunt Becky, and try to Becky, man, and try to get him into USC seen, of all places. I mean, she, that shouldn't know, be that hard seriously. to get into. Well, I mean, USC, okay, but I mean, there was people getting to UCLA. I mean, I mean, okay, UCLA, not everybody gets to USC, USC, but. Yeah, I don't know if I'd pay $500,000. And her daughter had a career of her own, too. I mean, she was, like, making money on the side regardless. Uh, so, yeah. and, and now she has no career. Yeah, no. I feel bad for her. I yeah. mean, she's a you know, gorgeous little thing. and mm-hmm. Yeah, she was all ready to go, you know, Sucks whatever that, what's Lionel Richie's kid's name? Uh... The one that was on that show, yeah, yeah that was her. Him, that yeah. was her career path. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Whatever makes you money, hey. it's been stunted. <laughs> she might actually have to go to college now. Oh. Um, so, Friday, what are we going to talk about this week? Well, Ben, let's take a look here. We're going to make a shout-out to our new listeners. We're going to take our shot, shot our signature week. shot of the week. Yeah. We have some NFL news. We have Peyton Manning possibly going to uh, Monday Night Football. We're going to talk about our team's moves. Uh, there's been uh, some uh, controversy in, in Washington. Yes, there has. And, and Ben, you'll, you'll definitely bring that up. <laughs> We're going to have our first ever thirst and goal taste test. Boom. Ooh. And we're going to definitely uh, try a new beer as well. There's also uh, some Giants news, some Perfect news. 
Um, we're going to have, uh, what's the vamp, Ben? Do you want to yeah, explain that? Vamp? Oh, this is a new metric that, uh, that they somebody developed, made up. That they developed <laughs> over at USA uh, today. Value over market price. It's a new way of measuring um, you know how much you're paying your players. I, I thought it was pretty interesting. We'll get through it pretty quickly. Uh, yeah. There's a, a tie into one of our teams. That's why I brought it up. Ah, okay. Oh, I'm man. guessing it's probably the Seahawks because you're looking <laughs> at maybe not. Looking at Wilson, Sun. right? <laughs> well, uh, he's going to bankrupt the league. And we have some uh, some Kaepernick news. Our quiz, our top five. This time it'll be our top five cartoons of all time. <laughs> This is an and, exciting uh, one. We have a listener question. Because some of us are old on this podcast. So we, may be, we may be going back to the Flintstone, the actual Flintstones. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey. Yeah, but you're going to the Jetsons, too. So, I mean, yeah, I, got my, I, got, I just cut the floorboards. The I got future. the floorboards out of my car for this, for this episode. And uh, this is Sonya's <laughs> birthday oh, weekend. weekend. Should we sing her happy birthday, Ben? We should. We should. What you didn't? You don't have one uh, recorded? Uh, I didn't want to embarrass you. Yeah. Well, we might embarrass ourselves. You, you, did, you, did, you took me out of well, the house for say, nine hours today. Happy birthday, Sonia! I thought you were going to sing. Uh, uh, we don't want to embarrass ourselves. Yeah. We've heard Ben's. We've heard Ben's <laughs> voice multiple times. Yes, uh, with, yeah. with his. With if, his I, if I didn't have that commitment today, I was. I did have a song written. But Maybe we'll, next week we'll get it on the on the show one of these weeks. Yeah. Maybe maybe on your birthday. So on Monday. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, I'll be out in the garage. There's no Sonia birthday. <laughs> <laughs> She's a birthday Happy mentor. Happy birthday to you. Happy <laughs> birthday. Dear Sonia. Yay! Birthday. <laughs> and uh, Ben, let's go ahead and make a shout out to some of our new listeners. Yes, again, thank you so much, listeners. You're helping us grow the show every week. We really appreciate the time that you take to listen to the show. It warms the cockles of our hearts. So thank you so much. What's a cockle? (laughs) It's a song. But what's Uh, a cockle? We have have new (laughs) listeners from the beautiful country of Ireland. Thank you so yes. much. So yes. much. It was the great music Irish, you guys played. Irish jig. I mean, we celebrated last pretty hard week. last week for St. Patrick's Day, so uh, thank you, Ireland. Maybe a little too hard at the end of that <laughs> podcast. <laughs> you could tell. Uh, yeah, for We had sure. a good time. Uh, we have new listeners from the beautiful city of Henderson, Nevada. Ooh, or Nevada. Well, that's close to Vegas. Whichever right one is correct, please uh, just we'll, we'll, we'll uh, right. edit out the incorrect pronunciation of the state there. Uh, <laughs> we have new listeners from beautiful Vero Beach, Florida. Wow. Well, right. Thank you so More much, Florida, Florida in the house. A lot of Florida listeners. Yeah. Um, yeah, glutton for punishment, I guess. <laughs> uh, we also have uh, new listeners from the beautiful on the way from Los Angeles to Vegas city of Temecula, California. Thank you so much. Thank you to all of our listeners. Thank you, thank you, thank you. We are we are growing the show every week, and, and we really, really, really appreciate it. We appreciate it. everybody that tunes in. And what do we have up next, Friday? What's on the big board? Ben, it is our signature shot of Yay! the week, and you have your wonderful lead-in. I do. Hold tight, everybody. Oh, God. Yeah. 
Saturday night. And it's Friday's shot. He mixes. He measures. He carefully pours. Friday's a goddamn mixology mentor. It's Friday's shot. It's Friday's shot. All right, Frane, what do we have this week? Well, this week, in honor of Sanya's birthday, we have a shot concocted just for her. And it was actually Sanya's idea, too. Yeah. Uh, you know, she's a Seahawks fan. Yep. And yeah, uh, I is. thought it was odd. We were texting back and forth. She's like, you know, it's my... Can I Next say birthday? Absolutely. It's my 49th birthday. Right. And uh, she's, she suggested that we should do a 49ers Shot. Well, it's. Football I thought it was. Related. I. It is football related, That's but right. it's. I would never do a Dallas Cowboys shot. Yeah, yeah. I won't make you. Yeah. <laughs> well, the Dallas and Cowboys I, are competitive. Oh, oh, well, I'm sure the 49ers will be competitive next year. No, yeah, they will see. Once, <laughs> once Jimmy GQ is is back, but uh, yeah, so these shots are 49ers shots. Yep. Uh, if you look at Instagram or on Twitter. Uh, it, it was meant to be more of a reddish and uh, yellowish beige ish okay. color. Um, it is in person when you <laughs> when you look at it, it is it is more so, and uh, the rim is a golden trim on it. That's right. It, it's very glittery. That's I, I nice. think it's edible. Golden spot. It's beautiful, in fact. <laughs> and so it is uh, made out of uh, some strawberry pucker, yummy, and also some tower vodka infused. With uh, some Skittles to, uh, well, we tried to make it yellowish in color. <laughs> we sort of failed in that endeavor. But uh, let's okay. let's let's give it a shot, though. Hey, I mean, hey Frana, thank you. Oh, no, thank thank you, Sonia. Thank you, guys. Hey, cheers, Sonia. This Yay. is a happy birthday Yay. shot. And actually, you. for Sonia, we're go. calling this the fifty minus, minus 50 one. Minus one. <laughs> Next year, it'll be a better shot. Hmm. Oh wow. Wow, oh, that's good. It's like a Slurpee. Oh my god! It's like an wow. alcohol Slurpee. Oh, that's that's cool, really good. Wow, and it's very sticky. Wow, so, <laughs> it's very the, sticky. Yeah, this is a very. Is, do not try this at home, folks. Yeah, the the syrup uh, kind of. Oh my god! Made its way down my shot glass, and it's all over my fingers now. But oh, only yeah, do this good. if you're going to drink it outside, or you have a hard surface countertop. Yeah. <laughs> I do not recommend doing this on your butcher block. Mm. Oh wow, that's really really good. Thank Ooh. you, Franny. Oh no, that's thank, thank really you. Well, thanks. Sonia's Sonia the one that came up with it. That's Don't true. Give me all that's the true. credit. I have to contribute. Sonia. You know, because Sonia <laughs> asked me, she's like, "What are you going to make this week?" I'm like, "I don't know." She's like, "How about a 49ers shot?" Ah, yeah. that's thank right. you, Sonia. Yeah, that's right. You know, that's what happened. Cannon for gold. You know, that's, that's how things went off the rails last week. Sonia was not here. Oh, <laughs> so so far, Franny has the bloody arrow, the beast mode, the bird shit, the Black Monday, <laughs> Drogon. the Drogon, the ABC, ABC. shot. Cover the spread that shot. That was good. Last week we had a wonderful shot. We had I the missed two OBG. Shots. Oh, oh. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. We had two. Uh, oh. The OBJ trading spaces, spaces shots, plural. And tonight we had the 50, 50 minus, one. minus one. We had yeah. other mm-hmm. shots too. I think we're missing it oh, on our board. I think- that's, that was about as far back as I could remember. We yeah. had shots before the There's Bloody Arrow. There's some on Arrow. Instagram. I'm, I'm, I'm going to go we're back. We're going to take a look there. But yeah. I, I think that might have been our first Bloody Arrow. One, I don't think so. Maybe. Well, yeah, look for these folks on Instagram at Thirst and and on Twitter at Gold. Oh, Thirst. that was so good. Yeah, that was that was good. Yeah, Damn very good. good. Very sweet. Give me an idea, though. Sweet, but also vodka, vodka. slurpees. Yeah, vodka slurpees. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Sound like me at a concert in the Yum. 80s. Big gulp. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> yeah. What's up next on the big board, Franny? Next up on the big board, Ben, we have some uh, some NFL news. We do quite a bit of drinking. Let's talk a little about yeah, yeah. We're going to talk about <laughs> the football. N- we're going to talk about the NFL a little bit this week. Not too much, hopefully. There's, there's not much to talk about. It's the off season now, so you know. And we are going to get a little bit more into you know some society, culture, entertainment uh, topics as we move into the summer and and further away from. The draft and free agency, but mm-hmm. we we have to cover the important meat and bones of the NFL. It is part of our show. So, uh, yeah, we had a few signings this week. We had Justin Houston from the beautiful Kansas City Chiefs went to there. Indianapolis. Uh, two years, 24 mil. Uh, seemed like a strange signing given that the, they haven't done a whole lot else. I'm surprised um, that he signed for, uh, for two years and... Uh... 24 because mil. he was in high demand and he was yeah. really the last yeah. defensive player mm-hmm. i mean of any significance that was left out there mm-hmm. uh you know everyone is looking for a defensive end everyone's looking for help on the edge um i just well, I, I think it was eight and a half sacks uh last season yeah give or take yeah. And, and i mean and i know you wanted him you i, wanted I him for Pittsburgh. definitely wanted the steelers to to restructure roethlisberger's deal in time uh, to make a run at Houston, I think two years, twenty-four million is that's perfectly reasonable price yeah. for for what he brings to the table. I mean, Trey Flowers got, I think, damn near nineteen million dollars or eighteen and a half million dollars a year, mm-hmm. um, playing for a you know a, a fairly uncompetitive team. Uh, you know, I, I mean, good luck. Hard to root against the Colts. I mean, well, they, I mean have the Colts a lot, are, they have a uh, lot of bad luck year to year. They're they're an up no pun intended AFC team. I think they'll be uh, uh, a pretty good team next season. And 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 uh, Sonia adding adding him to their defense, that's huge for oh, uh, for, sure. for that contract. Yeah, I mean, and they really need to keep, um, you know, to keep the other offense off the field to the to the degree that they can, so they can get their offense back on the field. Their offense, I think, is obviously the strength of that team. Um, and they 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 definitely need some help on defense. So I think it was mm-hmm. a good move. I think mm-hmm. it was a smart move by the Colts. And Ursay spent money. So anytime Ursay anytime Ursay breaks out I mean, the you know breaks out the checkbook it's it's uh, it's a banner day in it was hundred million dollars right that he had uh, under the cap it was about yeah million he's way under, under the cap way under the cap and that's with paying luck mm-hmm. I mean they're already paying him yeah so what they got Funchess and they got Houston yeah the Funchess was eh, I mean we talked about that last week a little yeah. bit that's a, that was a, I think they overpaid for him yeah um, but there wasn't a whole lot out there after. Uh, Buffalo and Dallas, you know, sort of sucked up what the you know what receivers were out there. Um, Sonia, thoughts? No, I, I'm glad that the Colts are picking up some extra players. Um, I think they did well last season, so I think adding two additional really good players is mm-hmm. just going to sort of elevate them to yeah. playoff. Maybe, maybe they contender. might make the divisional round. Well, I have faith in them. I think the Colts the are going to be okay. Yeah. As long as luck is is, is healthy. <laughs> yeah, I think if they had a different owner, you know, different GM, I, I, you know, they'd be a lot more successful. I mean, they have uh, one of the best QBs in the league right now, and you know, I mean, this is their window. Yeah, and he'll be know? stronger next year. I mean, his arm will be stronger. He'll be healed up. Yeah. Um, so watch out in that division. Watch out, uh, Houston. I mean, you could. I mean, I think that could be a, a competitive division next watch year. Watch out, Nick Foles. Whoa, oh, Nick Foles. Oh, oh my I goodness. Know. Hey, well, we should actually ask Sonia's opinion about that. She wasn't here last week. Yeah. What's that? For the, the five. Four year, four year, eighty eight million, five zero guaranteed. Yeah, that's, that's fifty million guaranteed. And the Jaguars' excuse was, 
the locker room would not take him seriously and respect him if they didn't overpay. Yeah, because he didn't Which win Which might a Super be Bowl. the dumbest yeah. reason to pay <laughs> someone ever, but what do you think about Nick Foles finally finding a home in the beautiful, beautiful, beautiful city of Jacksonville? Oh, God. Um... You're, you're really trying to get listeners from Florida, huh? Florida seems to like us. Yeah. Um, I like Foles. I, I like know Foles you. a lot. You have a poster. You have a fathead of him. I, do I? <laughs> ben doesn't know. <laughs> well, it's on know, the it's ceiling. In, it's mean. in Sonia's office. There's a fathead in there. I just haven't seen it yet, apparently. Um, I like him a lot. I, I, I don't know if he's worth, he's worth if he's, yeah. that much. Eight, oh, 50 million guaranteed is a yeah, lot Yeah, 50 of million yeah. guaranteed. That's a huge. Yeah. I mean, how much are they guaranteed to, that's uh, almost to what Portals, Le'Veon, even? That's almost half of what Le'Veon Bell said he was going to yeah. get. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, good for him. Good for him. I I disagree with the thought process. I don't. They're not going to take him seriously in the locker room. Come on, they had Bortles. Come on. Yeah, and he's a great leader. Apparently, I mean, apparently the guys in the locker room really respect him and the way he goes about his business. So Who? I don't know. Well, I know False. they did. False. They did False. for the Eagles. Yeah. They yeah. did. For, I mean, you know, the Eagles. Uh, all the players love that guy. He's well. I mean, I don't know. There's just something about him. He, you know what it is? Is there's no stress. I mean, he just comes on. and He's like, okay, I'm going to play ball now. Yeah, yeah. And then he leaves the field, win or lose. It just, and it's just, it just comes with maturity, yeah. and he's grown as a player. I mean, he's 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 been a starter. Yeah. He's he started and uh, was taken out, and 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 was a backup, and yeah. was a backup again, yeah. and you know came back in as a starter again. So I mean, yeah, he's been through so much in his career. And I think he's just grown so much that now it's it's uh, he's just in a good place in his life. Where a, yeah, great place. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I would say fifty million guaranteed would get you um, some nice things. Yeah. You know, That's maybe crazy. maybe not drinking. Uh, you know, he will do the extraordinarily expensive bourbon taste. He will do. He'll do well, he's the. Gotta, he's he'll do the five the, bottles left in the world bourbon taste. He needs to just avoid the spas in 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 Florida. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't, Jacksonville's a little ways from uh, from Jupiter. That's okay. Uh, and I don't think I don't think Foles is the uh, no. is the wild orchid, sunny orchid, yellow nice. orchid day spa kind of guy. Not that kind um, of guy. No, I don't think so. So, yeah, no. congratulations, Foles. Absolutely. I mean, they're bringing back a lot of money. They're bringing oh. back the majority of the defense. Uh, I don't think they left any. They lost any significant defensive players yeah. on that team. Yeah. I so, I mean, hopefully, the defense can give him an opportunity to put up some points. So long as they're not playing the Steelers, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I can live with it. Um, but I wish him nothing but nothing but success because Absolutely. he's he's a genuinely hard to likable player. Yeah, he is. He is. There's a lot of Foles love at this table. Yeah, yeah. I mean, on the bright side, there's no way the Eagles could have kept him because, regardless nah, of what they it, offered, even if, even if they go on, to, you can't even pay if him they go on to win, guaranteed. <laughs> even if they go on to win the, the divisional round and he goes on to win the Super Bowl, still, I think he's in Jacksonville because there's just no way the Eagles could match that offer. Just no, no way. No. Wentz just has to. I don't know. He's got to be smart. He will be. Yeah, he's going to get. The, he's been well, he's getting. Gotta the, throw his, he, he's got to stop throwing his body around. Well, he's been getting he the Roethlisberger treatment. <laughs> Huh? I mean, he did. He got a little bit of that Roethlisberger treatment last year. You know, a bunch of insults and, and idiotic newspaper articles article for nothing. Out, yeah, um, you know, last year he wasn't. You know, he wasn't a good teammate. He was controlling. He was arrogant. Yeah, he was selfish. Selfish. And he, I mean, essentially, I'm not even talking about that. I'm talking about yeah. his game. Well, generally, his game. Yeah. I mean, but that's you know, he's a competitive guy, and yeah, but... uh, that's that's his style of play. I mean, it, you know, he's he's. He's not as smart as Russell Wilson is. When Russell Wilson runs out of the pocket, you know, he goes down, he slides, he does what he needs to do 
to not get injured, whereas, you know... Wentz just runs Wentz right just into runs it. Right yeah. Into, yeah. But he's also elusive. I mean, they, they showed a play. They were showing a play today. On, uh, it was all over Twitter. I can't remember who they were playing. It was a playoff game. Or not a playoff game. It was leading up to the playoffs. I think the year before last, mm-hmm. right before he got hurt, and a defensive end was just coming right at him. Oh, and he just ducked and just underneath. Do- and he just ducked underneath yeah. him and chucked the ball. Oh, down that field. was cool. And he tugged it. Yeah, he, like, he threw wow. it to, to Clement in the corner of the end zone. Yeah, yeah I was like, yeah. wow, that yeah. was that was an amazing play. Yeah. I mean, that was that, great. That. Keep doing that. Yeah. <laughs> or that was that play against the Seahawks too, where he ran out of the pocket and just threw it like fifty yards down the yeah. field. Yeah, but you know, we'll see what happens with him. But. Good for Nick Foles. Yeah, I'm, I'm we happy ran, for Nick absolutely. Foles. We ran into a guy today who was just really, he was an Eagle fan, just very frustrated with um, with the Seahawks and the fact that they. Uh, He's like, we can't beat them. Seems like, to have your number year after year after year. Well, well, we play yet this year. We play you this wait, year. Would you guys, do, you, do, do the Seahawks play? We play both of you. Oh, for real? Yeah, yeah, they're playing. Oh, they're wow. playing AFC North this year, so we're going to play them. That so, sucks, uh, and we probably will suck. So um, we'll make our way to uh, what's it called? Uh, yeah. Yard House. Yard House. Or, or, for that you game. know, we'll go, I know. So we'll just drag all this over. I know my, yeah, I know my yeah, co-hosts yeah. don't want to go on location, but I'm. Com- I'm well, this, there's I'm gonna... a lot on the table here, <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, there's a lot of wires running around. We'll have to talk to and, management, and, uh, and we have to plug in the mic somewhere and all the equipment we'll just, that we we'll have just on the table. Do the lapel mics, right? Oh yeah, we could do. We could go around the bar, like you know, all the Seahawks fans. <laughs> and all the giant fans, or all the giant fans, uh, Eagle fans, as we go through the game and get That's their right. get their impressions of the game as That's we right. go. That's right. Yeah, I mean it'll be fun for us. I mean it wasn't fun for Franny the last time it we went out. It'll be fun for me. Hello, me. John from Canoga Park. What do you <laughs> well, think about the game? You know, Sadia <laughs> doesn't like anything about the Steelers. So. You're a random stranger. But what do you think about the game? <laughs> <laughs> and, and the potato skins. How are you liking them? <laughs> Hey, yo, bro. Oh, I, yeah, I yeah, sound yeah. like I'm yeah. from New York. All of a sudden, all right, we're going to the yard house on Long Island. Yeah. <laughs> uh, right. Yeah, we got another. Uh, str- this is actually kind of a strange move. Um, actually, Friday texted me when this happened. Uh, RG3, RG3 to the Ravens on a two year deal. Kind of odd. That's it is. A, I mean, I guess it's consistent with the player that they have starting so you don't have to mix up your offensive I guess. game plan I mean, too I, much. Yeah, I mean I liked RG3 when he first came into the league when he was a rookie. That yeah. first season that he played, that he was, was he was great for Washington. Yeah, and they got him to the I playoffs. Mean, they went to the playoffs, yeah. And he was playing hurt all the way through. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I, I mean, think I think he's even a little more accurate what? than Lamar Jackson. Uh, Sonia's uh, so, she's Son- startled by something. But I <laughs> I, I, I agree a hundred percent with Franny. It, it, it's it's a strange move. Um, I mean, there, but there weren't a lot of serviceable quarterbacks out there to sign on the cheap. I'm not sure at the time that we were preparing for the podcast. I'm not sure what the salary was. I'm guessing it's somewhere around, <laughs> you know, six or seven million dollars a year, give or take. Um, but it, it's an interesting. I mean, I wish he would do well. I mean, he was so exciting, as Franny said. It was so exciting that first yeah. year, playing hurt, grinding it out, getting it through a playoff game. I don't, not sure if they won that. No, first. I think they lost. I think it was against Green Bay. They lost because uh, I was round. rooting against them. So I think it was yeah, 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 you know, yeah, against, yeah. against Green Bay. But you know, the, the following year, you know, he just twisted his knee in the wrong <laughs> direction. Uh-huh. <laughs> and uh, ever since that point in his career, he yeah. has not been the same. I mean, I wish him well. Uh, you know, I hope nothing happens to Lamar Jackson. But, it, you know, they, they are very similar uh, in the fact that uh, they're both uh, uh, very elusive uh, running quarterbacks. Um, you know, they have a- accuracy issues uh, throwing yeah. the ball down the field. Um, but yeah, it is an odd move. Yeah. I don't know. In my in my opinion, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, if you bring him in as your backup, I mean, it would, I think it would probably be better to have someone that can that can manage the game until until Jackson comes back. Mm. I, I would love to see him play. 
Yeah, I, I mean, I would love to. I mean, yeah. it's like Michael if, Vick in a way. I mean, I, I mean, I, I would even you know, if, the Steelers if Lamar, pick him up. If Lamar Jackson twists his ankle or something, nothing serious. But yeah, I just want to see a, how, how as he a Steeler would fan, I can't say that react. I don't wish any ill will on Lamar Jackson. Just nothing career ending. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know. But if you miss part of the season, I won't be that upset. <laughs> um, next, we have uh, an interesting, an interesting signing: Clay Matthews <sighs> to the Rams right? on a two-year, twelve million dollar so... deal. That's a great deal. For the Rams, uh, I think. Well, either he's finished, um, or he just wasn't given uh, the complimentary players around him in Green Bay. He had like uh, three and a half. He had three and a half sacks in sixteen games last year, or fifteen games last year. Yeah, um, he was one of the one of the lowest rated starting linebackers in the league. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I'm not sure what what the plan is there, or maybe they think he's got more in the tank. I think he's yeah. going to be 32 during the season. He's coming in at 31. One, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, well, his brother is a lot better now. I mean, he plays. Yeah, 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 <laughs> for sure, for sure. Yeah. Well, is it, what you guys? Have, wait, am I talking about Water? No, wait. Did you guys. Have oh yeah, team? yeah. You're talking about oh JJ Watt. Oh, and, JJ. Uh, TJ. That's Watt. the wrong family I'm talking about. <laughs> well, they're similar. I guess. Um, I mean, I think I think they're trying to replace, um, you know, Dante Fowler and and some of the some of the guys they had on the team last year. I I, I think you know he could be good for the Rams. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Rams had 19th ranked defense last year, which is not for the big name players that they have. That's not that great. Yeah, I mean, I think that goes into our vamp. Yeah, it does. That, that, <laughs> front, that front wonders why I have on the big board. Um, <laughs> but I mean, 12 million. I mean, six million dollars a year for 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 Matthews seems a little high given what he did last year. Yeah, yeah. Uh, three and a half sacks. He wasn't particularly good in getting pressure on the quarterback and forcing the quarterback out of the pocket. So. Uh, Sonia, any uh, opinions on a linebacker you know I don't like? <laughs> <laughs> I've never been a big Clay Matthews fan. I, I'm not either, and I, honestly, this is the first I've heard. I, I knew that Clay Matthews. That's and, why Sonia was astonished for a second. That's why. She was looking at the notes, like, I thought oh it was a Seahawks move. I, I have that. to. I have to play him twice. I now. thought the Seahawks might have signed somebody. Do you? No, no, no. We're not that lucky. <laughs> no, no. I mean, we got to play him twice. Do you know how much he hates us? Oh well, all, just, yeah, well, I mean, there was well, that one. Well, he played game. for USC. Uh, he played true. for Pete Carroll. Mm-hmm. Well, but he hates him. Maybe he likes him. Uh, he's a great coach. <laughs> well, he was. He was. He's actually pissed because he didn't get picked up by the Seahawks. We decided to go with Kendrick, someone or another. Yeah. Oh, back in the day? No, right now. <laughs> the the now. Seahawks didn't pick him up for twelve million dollars. Yeah. I think the Seahawks made a smart move there by not picking yeah. him up for twelve million dollars. Him and his hair. <laughs> I mean, especially since they get, they got right back, and yeah, I wouldn't. Well, what's Aaron Rodgers going to do? I mean, he's going to be down a whole bunch of. I mean, we were looking at Jordy Nelson too, <laughs> but we didn't get him. Uh, where did Jordy oh, go? Better. Uh, Can he sign? He. Can you look did. it up on the big board? <laughs> on, on your big phone. <laughs> on your big phone. <laughs> I don't have the big phone. You know, Jordy <laughs> Nelson had a terrible year. Yeah, he, well, he was dropped had... by the Raiders and. Well, he's still a solid player. I mean, he could go back to Green Bay, I suppose. Yeah, I, I guess he could. I mean, Randall Cobb is gone. Did he go to the Patriots? I, I, he, he'd probably, he'd probably do well the fit Patriots. right in, in the, yeah. you know, on the Patriots squad. He can, well, anybody, me and you would fit in yeah, with true. the Patriots, Ben. I could run an out route. I could run a quick <laughs> dig route. I mean, I, I could I could do what you need me to do, Bill. Even at, <laughs> even at 48 years old, I could do it. I don't know. The Chiefs are looking coach. at him. Have you seven, what's the league minimum now? 850 or 700-something? I'll do it for yeah, yeah. I'll do it for a league minimum veteran. Just give me health care for the year. I'll give you a discount. Just in case, like you know, for you know, when Trey Flowers just kills me. <laughs> uh, the next move we have, we have uh, Randall Cobb to the Cowboys. Speaking of Packer players, yeah, another old guy. 
I mean, he's not. He's, he what? He's thirty. He's thirty-two. Thirty-two, like, thirty-three. What? I don't. Know, it seems like he's been in the league for uh, quite a long time. And he had a terrible year last year. Yeah. I mean, he had, a, he had that one breakout year, and then a halfway decent year, and yeah. then he he really did not play well. Well, he just at has all to, last year. He just has to get used to the ball being overthrown to him. <laughs> 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 you know. So it, uh, he's got a lot of cowboys love here. He's going to have to work on his vertical <laughs> because awesome. there's going to be a lot of overthrown balls or diving at the dirt. That's another yeah, yeah, another yeah. skill set he's going to have to work on diving at the turf trying to grab some of those balls. But I thought the Cowboys were going to make a move at a wide receiver, you know, at wide receiver. The Bills yeah. picked up, you know, what was left out there. Um and yeah, I th- I think that it was a, a probably a smart move for them. I think it was pretty cheap. I'm not sure um, well, you know how much you know what the what the yearly cost was mm-hmm. for Cook is probably a one year deal. Cook, oh, sorry for Cobb. Uh, Cobb. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think the Cowboys need a receiver. They have Amari Cooper. They have. I think Gallup. I think uh, Terrell Owens is still available. Uh, I think so. I yeah. mean, Terrell Owens <laughs> was available, and and you know, Antonio Brown will probably be available around week ten, <laughs> give or take, when they're out of the playoffs, and he's whining like a little baby about uh you know the fact that he's not on television enough although the raiders will probably be on television seven or eight times this year now that they've got well, uh, yeah it's a different market now so they'll probably be forced on us yeah in LA. exactly uh, and the last move of any real significance i thought this was an interesting move uh jared cook went from oakland to new orleans jared cook the tight end i mean he's a pretty good tight end yeah, yeah. Um and they Yeah, yeah. Hey, <laughs> they don't <laughs> they don't <laughs> They don't I mean who was the tight end in New Orleans last year? I or did can't they remember. just not use him that much? It's funny, like once the season ends, I just forget. And I'm all like, these guys who are names. these players? Yeah. You know, I listened to a podcast today, they're going through like all of you know, every position for an entire team. I'm like, how do you I mean how yeah. do you I mean keep, during the season I know how do you all keep of that these, on your brain? You know, your, I, I know all of these guys, but once the season ends, it's like wait who? But I think Jared Cook will actually play pretty well. I mean, he was he he had a really outstanding year, at least one outstanding year for the Raiders. I think that's well, was, a really was, smart he, move for the Saints because they he need had some pretty decent yeah. games. Even last year too, he, he, he did play pretty well, and uh, so I, I think that's a pretty good pickup for them. I think that's good. <laughs> I think it's a good pick. Uh, yeah, I, I like the pick. Uh, I like the signing. <laughs> I, I think that that's a good. It's a good sign. They got to figure out a way in New Orleans to keep their offense on the field somehow to keep their you know, yeah, but the Latavius Murray signing. Where did he go? He went to the he went to uh, to the Saints. Oh, it was for like, uh, but it was for almost no money, right? Uh, I forget what the contract was for, but I mean, you lose Ingram and you get Latavius Murray. It's just not the same player. Yeah, Murray. I mean, he start. Did he start I mean, with the it's Cowboys? Not like Ingram signed a huge contract either. I mean, you know, you can afford to keep right, 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 Ingram. Right. I mean, that's it's kind of odd to me. Yeah, I mean, I I thought they should have kept Ingram and Kamara. Yeah. I mean, especially with Breeze being a year yeah. older. Yeah, um, He's it really outlet, would you know? be nice to have those. You know, because Ingram could catch the ball out of the backfield. Kamara's amazing at catching oh, yeah. the ball out of the backfield, and, and Ingram can block too. I mean, the guys that yeah, receiver. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Jesus Christ, the guys. He's a double play. He's everything yeah. that Le'Veon Bell thinks he is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can't. I can't let it go, folks. I, I can't let it no, go. You're a hater. I can't. Oh, you hear what Le'Veon Bell said this week? What did he say, Ben? Well, first he said that, but that you know, well, you How know, we get here. Well, you know, you know, you know the knock on the Steelers, right? The knock on Tomlin is that they're too lackadaisical. They, they they don't have a good culture. They let players get away with too much. They don't have a good culture, and they have six Super Bowls. Yeah. Okay, but that's the knock on Tomlin is that he lets the players get away with too much. He gives them too much freedom. So this week, Le'Veon Bell said two uh, just amazingly moronic things. One that they try to control the players too much, which is 
precisely the problem that the Steelers have is that they don't try to <laughs> exactly. they don't control their players enough. Uh, and he actually said in a in an interview with SI that if he were on the team last year, they would have won the Super Bowl. <laughs> well, there you are, Ben. And if he was on the team wow. last year, he also would have made fourteen and a half million dollars. But yeah, whatever. I mean, he's played. <laughs> he played for six years. We didn't win a single Super Bowl, but yeah. last year was the year. That was the that year, was the exactly. year. <laughs> yeah. So does uh, Tomlin have a Super Bowl? Yeah, yeah, under yeah. His belt? yeah. He has one. Yeah, he won one. Yeah. yeah. Ben's like, oh, he has one. He has one. <laughs> yeah, he has the one against um, Arizona. That's right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But Le'Veon Bell, good luck to you. <laughs> uh, what's next up on the big board? Next up on the big board, Ben, we have some uh, Peyton Manning news. Yeah, I mean, I, I actually I put this on the agenda for Sonia because Sonia is a big Peyton Manning fan. I yeah. think he's cool. Uh, apparently, ESPN is continuing to court him, and they've made offers again, upping their contract offer for him to host, uh, you know, to come in and be a co-host on, or the color commentary on Monday Night Football. Hmm. He said no before, uh, and apparently he's going to say no again. Really? Um, but Good for I thought, him. I mean, I think it would be fun as hell to watch Peyton Manning on uh, Monday Night Football. I think he should just host Saturday Night Live every, every weekend. Let's <laughs> <laughs> get that scene awesome. of dancing in the locker room. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and the nationwide commercials, too. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 that's right. That's right, yeah. That's right. I mean, it was a... Uh, I mean, Witten has set the bar so low. Yeah, oh. yeah. Uh, he set the bar so, so incredibly low. Tony um, Romo too. Well, Tony Romo's pretty good. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm a little biased. Should I leave you alone? <laughs> I'm a little biased. Robo could, you know, Robo could could like, you know, call Babe Ruth's shot and make a promise that Joe Namath made, but finally was just like, well, did he really? Did he? Was it really him that did that? Um, I, I mean, I would love to see Peyton Manning like doing doing games. <laughs> Apparently, he's holding out potentially for more money from NBC. Uh, or not NBC, from uh, CBS or Fox to do a weekly game. Mm-hmm. But I, I think it would be really interesting oh, to oh. see him in the booth on, on Monday night, big game, once a week. You know, just, you know, he doesn't have to work every day. He doesn't have to work all the time. You do one game a week. Just just Colts games. Just Colts games. <laughs> you know? No, and no Giants games. No yeah. Giants games, for sure. <laughs> but, Sonia, what do you think? Would you like to see Peyton Manning on no. Monday nights? No, I don't want him to be a sellout. No. What, what, what would you like him to do? Continue doing whatever you're doing and Saturday Night Live every week. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he, well, he only did it the one... I think he, he did, might have done it did, twice. Did, did, oh, okay, I think he twice. did it twice. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I think, you know, I, I think it would be nice to see um, Peyton Manning. I like him. I you know, if not, I'd like to see someone he's, like he's Ryan likeable, Clark. He's a likable guy. Yeah. Or maybe get not someone like in brother. there like Ryan Clark. Ryan Clark. Uh, like his brother. Clark. Is, now, now. He has, he has no personality whatsoever. Oh. Uh, Eli? Eli, Eli yeah. Well, yeah, he'll never do. I mean, he's he's actually less interesting than than Troy Aikman, if that's possible. He'd be like, "Yep, that's, yeah, a, that's uh, there's a pass. There's a pass. Uh, <laughs> looks like a looks like a slant route. Uh, oh my god, you guys! About thirty five yards deep. What, um, what is the game almost over? What time is it? Uh, <laughs> I'm not sure. Talk about Metamucil. Looks uh, like the defensive end. A little. <laughs> okay. Little... Next up on the big pool. <laughs> what do we got? Tag teams. Next, we're going to talk about our tag team news. Yes, Ben, we're going to talk about our tag team news. Steelers, Seahawks, Eagles. Ben, what do you have first? Oh, we have the wonderful and delightful <laughs> Seattle Seahawks, sweetie. 
What do you think? We have some Seahawk news. We had Russell Wilson out on the Tonight Show this past week talking about his plans to leave Seattle. <laughs> She's giving me a blank stare right now. Bite your tongue. <laughs> well, he, he He's refused. He's not leaving. Enough already. Stop it. Oh, yeah. He wants it. Apparently, he wants a huge contract from the Seahawks. He deserves and... a huge contract. Well, he refused to commit to coming back, mm-hmm. you know, 100% to right. the Seahawks. Right. Uh, so the question is, do you make Russell Wilson the highest paid quarterback in the history of the AFL, the CFL, <laughs> the NFL, the Canadian football, you know, any, any, the AAF, any the XFL, but, w- the USFL. <laughs> Are you uh, saying 40 a year? I mean, I think it's probably going to be somewhere around 35 plus a year over yeah, probably like five Aaron years. Rogers. You're looking at 100 and you're looking at $200 million probably. More than yeah. Well, I mean, it, more than false. But is, is he worth that much? I mean, he is worth that much, in my opinion. I God. mean, he is, he is, like I said, I mean, 60% of the team. I agree. He, he, that 60% guy. of the team. Uh, yeah, I've, I've said it over and over again. I mean, the I guy know, is, I, he, I mean, I think they didn't talk might... about him. They didn't talk about him as being the MVP this year. Well, they did a little bit. But he he was, he, he should have been in the running. He should have been the top two for MVP because he really makes a difference on the he Seahawks. Does. In the last two uh, minutes. Yes, he does. But not only that, but in the last... I don't know. Ever since he's been on the team with the with the offensive line, I mean, Look, it's... I have I have much love for Russell Wilson. You know that. But I know. I, I think <laughs> I think making him the highest paid quarterback. I'm hoping that he practices what he preaches, and he won't. Right. Well, I mean, of we're not. looking at he's got a, he's got a we got, got the a, goat. He's got to feed his family after how, all. How much is the goat making? <laughs> Aaron $15 million. Rogers. There you go. <laughs> oh, I thought you were talking Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> uh, Brady. <laughs> no, I mean, Brady got he's a big signing goat. bonus, but he... but He he got a big signing bonus because he took him to the Super Bowl. But he restructured his contract, <laughs> and he makes uh, about a, about $15 million a year on the cap. He knows I, what's up. Right. But he, he wants the team to spend money on the offense, the defense, on, on the people that On role players. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But, but if we're putting all our money into Russell and... No one's going to protect him. What's he going to do? Protect himself? He can't. Well, he, he has been. I think he's gotten so accustomed to that. that I know. Yeah. I know. I mean, he's used to running for his life. Yeah. But if something... I, I can't even say it, but uh, no. I, I want him to stay. I want him to sort of wake up and kind of say, you know what? I want a good team to surround me. Ciara makes enough money. Ciara's making enough bank. Yeah. I got this. Like, what's her name? Giselle. Giselle. Right? Yeah, she makes more. Giselle makes more yeah. than... than well, yeah, in my in my Super Bowl story, she was German, but she's actually Brazilian. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, well, I'm, you a, know. I'm a lot better. I'm a lot better with German accents than uh, I am with Brazilian accents. So Portugal's not that far from Brazil. Not, not that far from Germany, I suppose. Consider colony schmalony. Only news for the Seattle Seahawks for this this off season. Then I, I want Russell. Well, to it's stay. huge news. It's it huge is news. huge. It yeah. is huge. I want Russell to stay, but I also want him to practice what he preaches. You know, he's always talking about. You know, God is good. He, he. <laughs> I'm not even going to go there. Call God. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> Antonio Brown, booming. Call God. But, <laughs> but son, it is. God's your... got 13 million dollars on him. the line. I do. I love him. I just want. Him it's to... your 49th birthday. Yes. On your 50th birthday. <gasps> You're going to give me a heart attack on my 50th birthday. We should get Russell, Russell Wilson to give you a call. Hashtag Sonya 2020. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
I but think a FaceTime. We, I mean, if we work FaceTime, really so you know hard, it's him. Oh my god! If we work really die. hard at it between now and next year, I think we could make it happen. I don't know who I would uh, be more giddy about, Ciara or him. Uh, I would. I'd be giddy with Ciara. I'd be like, dude, put Ciara on the freaking yeah, phone. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, no, put your dogs. Actually, that doesn't sound good. Actually, because <laughs> you Ciara know, what? On the ignore phone. that. Ignore that, Russell Wilson. <laughs> Just, just uh, you know, wish wish my cousin a, a happy yes. birthday for her fiftieth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god! And remain with the Seahawks. Or if you are making because if he does, million, yeah, you could buy impersonator. He could come down here and wish me a happy birthday. Oh, okay, that, that's but pushing think, it. That's pushing it. I think it. we could do it. I yeah, think we yeah. could do it. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, well, I know that was a lot of news for the Seattle Seahawks. Well, they have no other news. I know. Uh, the Tonight Show was the news. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but they need to. They need it. to. They need to sign some folks. I like, like Jimmy Fallon, by the way. I don't know if you guys are a big fan of Jimmy yeah, Fallon. He's from Sardis, New York. He's from my neck of the woods. So yeah. I, you know, I have to. I have to represent the upstate New York crew. Represent. Um, yeah, no, I, I think that they're going to have to do something in the draft. They've got about eight picks, I think. Mm, uh, they like will have to shore up the offensive line. Baldwin's coming back. Uh, Carson surgery. is coming back. Penny's coming back. Uh, they're going to have most of their receiving core back. I don't think they lost any of their tight ends. We'll be okay. But still, they're going to have to shore up that offensive line. We'll be okay. If they hope to make a run. Yeah. The defense actually played surprisingly yeah. well last yeah. year. Yep. Uh, so let's hope that they continue. Nobody expected to, to do so. Nobody expects the Seahawks to make the playoffs. Yeah, but our schedule is tougher this this well, you, you play season. the Eagles and the Steelers, so I do. That's going to be so much fun. <laughs> and I yeah, play the Rams. Be. We're twice. both going to lose to the Seahawks. But I don't. Year. I don't. We don't. The Eagles don't play the Steelers. No, right? not yeah. next year. What the yeah. hell? Yeah. <laughs> I know, we're only too. three Actually, hours we, drive away. The one time that we did play, you were out of town. I couldn't watch yeah, the game yeah, with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and you crushed us. We blew you guys out. Right. God, we that was awesome. We were in Cabo, oh, and you, yeah. you ruined a whole day of my trip. Yes, I did. <laughs> didn't ruin mine, though. Uh, I won that day. Didn't ruin mine. <laughs> that was anyway. brutal. I'm like, no, I will not buy your tchotchkes. <laughs> what news do we have with the Eagles? What do we have, Ben? Well, for the Eagles, uh, well, they re-signed edge rusher Vinny Vinnie Curry, Curry for $2.5 million a year. I think it's a really smart, prudent also... signing by Howie Roseman yet again. <laughs> um, He's been doing a good job, yeah. definitely. Uh, since uh, since Chip Kelly left yeah. the Eagles, he's been doing an excellent job, and uh, it's a great signing. I mean, two and a half million dollars for one year just adds extra depth to the Eagles' uh, already deep defensive end position yeah, with uh, Derek Barnett coming back. Absolutely. I mean, Long's there. Uh, Bennett left, but uh, you know uh, when Howie Roseman puts a pool in, it's only the deep end. Yeah. <laughs> There's no shallow end. It's just all it's, deep. It's twelve feet. It's twelve it's feet the all the end. way around. That's it. You know, no children allowed. You know, you're not going to be hanging out drinking beers in this pool. You know, it's only 12 feet deep. I mean, congratulations! And I'm Rosen. also happy. I think we. I, I don't think we talked about it last week with the Deshaun Jackson signing too. Uh, maybe we did uh, talk yeah, we about did. it. We did. We, we did drink a little bit last week, but uh, we had to take a few Deshaun, takes on that podcast. Deshaun Jackson coming back. I'm, I'm also happy about that signing. That's oh, that's crazy. awesome. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's awesome. And I hope that he finishes his career out there, and I hope he has a really, really, you know, spectacular end to his career by mm-hmm. maybe winning another Super Bowl. Yes. Uh, assuming the Steelers aren't there. I remember aren't there. fantasy football. Franny, you had Deshaun Jackson this one year. Did I have him? I don't know if I ever. You I did have him. There are only certain Eagles players that I pick. I'm not sure. There, there were He's, two Eagles players. It was Deshaun never Jackson. Never any Dallas Cowboys players. Never. He's ruthless, though, in fantasy football. But there football. was someone else you had, too. But the one year you won, obviously you won first place. You you won the fantasy football league. Uh-huh. I picked him up the second year, and he freaking got hurt. Yeah, <laughs> I was yeah. so upset. 
Yeah, and he just ha- well, he hasn't had a quarterback that really can you know play to his strengths. I mean, he just hasn't he hasn't really been able. I mean, I mean Fitzpatrick for a minute there uh, in well, Tampa. I mean, you know, he well, he had Michael Vick too. Michael Vick and could Mike, throw the deep ball. Yeah, so he, I I just don't think he's had the kind of uh, offensive game plan and quarterback that really will emphasize his skills. And mm-hmm. I think that Wentz can do that. Well, now he's able to stretch the field. Uh, now with with, uh, with Ertz, you know, oh, Carson Wentz always seems to throw it to Ertz. But <laughs> well, he'll be healthy next year, though. I mean, Wentz will be one hundred percent healthy next year. No back problems. I mean, you know, that's what we hope. Uh, so I don't think that he'll have to be looking for a security blanket quite as often as he did when he was healthy this year mm-hmm. or when How he was playing this year. Deshaun is it's like thirty one, yeah, thirty two years right? old, but. Yeah. Uh, no, he, he's still a he's still a speedster, though. I mean, he he, he could still. Cool. I'm sure his uh, his Great. forty his forty is still. Four, oh, for sure, and he four, can, four, yeah. and he. Four, I mean, three. and you want to have <laughs> that kind of player on your team. You need someone on the team that can stretch the field. You need to pull those yeah. safeties down well, the I mean, field. You know, you know, uh, Alshon, Ertz, and him. That's that's, that's pretty good uh, receiving core. Twelve feet all the way around. <laughs> Got to give the Eagles credit. And Aguilar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's also a speedster, too. And you also signed uh, safety uh, Andrew Sandejo from Minnesota. I Mm -hmm. think another smart signing, cheap signing, special Mm -hmm. teams player. Yep. uh, Really smart defender. More more depth. Yeah, more depth around the edges of the pool. And not a crazy contract. No, I mean, I just think it's it's a really, I mean, I think Roseman is doing a really, really good job in this offseason. And signing Graham. I'm guessing that this will tie in. It will tie in later. To your vamp. After the vamp, or, uh, after the bourbon taste, we'll have the vamp. Yes. Um, and for the, the Steelers, we don't have much. Uh, you know, we signed Mark Barron, linebacker from the Rams, fairly average inside linebacker. Uh, my guess is that it's in, in anticipation of the Steelers picking 20th and, and unlikely to get any of the the Devons that are coming out in the, in the draft <laughs> this year, you know, inside linebacker, unless they trade up. Uh, they have 10 picks. The Steelers have 10 picks. Um, but still, I, I think it's going to be difficult for them at 20 to get a solid inside linebacker. So I just think, that, you know, with LJ Fort leaving for the Eagles, uh, the Steelers have to at least try to shore up that inside linebacker spot, um, you know, leading into the draft. So it's not an exciting, you know, not an exciting signing. He's okay in zone coverage. He, he's pretty good against the run, and, and the Steelers pride themselves, you know, about you know, being good against the run. Uh, so I think it's a fairly, you know, uh, unglamorous signing, but it's something. Um, any thoughts on that? Not really. All right. What's <laughs> next up on the big board? Next up on the big board, Ben, we have some news coming out of Washington and that shit show that they're yes, going on over there. Yes, Washington. Just when you think it's safe to go back in the water, it's not. It, it, it just been. becomes a more of a dumpster fire every day. Uh, apparently, Jay Gruden was, eight, was found out about uh, the deal for Landon Collins while watching television or watching social media, yeah. he's been on Instagram com- or Twitter. He's been completely cut out of the decision making process. That's how all the news processes. comes out, though. Now, I'm right. I mean, you know, players yeah, that are yeah. traded, like they, they notice it first on on Twitter or on Instagram. Yeah, call God. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, that's, Antonio Brown keeps telling me to do that, so I'm trying. I, I can't find the there phone number again. anywhere. There it is again. I can't Sunday. find Antonio the phone Brown, number anywhere. Brown and Bell. Bell. He just 
We're going to make it a drinking game. We will. Oh, Our every next shot. Be <laughs> <laughs> you have to do a shot every time I mention brown or bell. BB. We got to make a brown bell shot. A brown bell shot. Yeah. Okay. We'll yeah. That. yeah. That's right. Well, one part of that should be green because Antonio Brown got his money. Okay. And another part of it should be black and blue because that is how Le'Veon Bell is going to end up playing for the New York Jets. <laughs> green, black, and blue. Done. All right. We'll figure it out. Uh, yeah, so uh, apparently, you know, Jay Gruden, the, the the plan is to fire him after next season. I've never even heard of such a strange plan. Yeah. Uh, but they've completely cut like, him let's out. Let's let the coach know that we'll fire him next season. They've cut him let's out of the decision-making. see how well he performs. Making. I mean, it's, it's it's really, really demoralizing. It's got to be. I mean, to be completely cut out of the, the decision-making for a team when the decision-makers are already about as incompetent as any other decision-makers in the league. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, their owner is just a train wreck. Their general manager is terrible. So they're cutting out the coach, the one guy on the team that may have some idea what he's doing. Yeah, they completely e- cut him out. As an Eagles fan, I love it. Yeah, uh, so I figure Friday <laughs> would like that. If the Rams did something really stupid, uh, you know, I'd want yeah, to I talk love, about that I on the love podcast. Dysfunction. There's dysfunction um, with the Giants. There's dysfunction with the Skins. And, uh, well, there's been dysfunction, well, sort of, I guess, with the Cowboys and their owner. All right. What's next up on the big board? Well, Ben, I am excited. I've been waiting for this uh, all week. We're doing our taste test, our bourbon taste test. Oh, yes. And, uh, Ben... I think that we have a crowd for this, right? We have some crowd noise. We have a good lead-in for this particular segment. This is something that Franny and I have been looking forward to for a long and time. And Sonia, Sonia's been she's she's become she's a quite, fan of the Browns. She's be, become quite the bourbon drinker. I like it. <laughs> Let's go to our ring announcer. What what, what what should the ring announcer's name be? Franny. <laughs> oh, okay, fine. fine. I'll, I'll just do it. <laughs> the ring announcer. All right, all right. So this is our lineup. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to our first ever Thirst and Goal Taste Test. Yeah. Today's contestants are all moderately priced Kentucky straight bourbons. Our first contestant representing the Buffalo Trace Distillery out of Frankfort, Kentucky, is Eagle Rare. Yeah, Our second contestant out of Woodford County, Kentucky, and produced by the Woodford Reserve Distillery by way of Brown Foreman Corporation is Woodford Reserve. Yeah. Our third challenger out of Louisville, Kentucky, by way of the Heaven Hill Distillery, is Elijah Craig. Our fourth contestant, distilled by master distiller Lincoln Henderson and crafted with its own unique composition, we have Angels Envy. Oh, I like that one, too. <laughs> and our lowest-priced option and wild-card challenger for the evening out of Claremont, Kentucky by way of Beam Suntory is none other than Jim Beam. Let's get ready to taste test! And Ben, we have the results from our taste test. We still have the crowd going wild behind yes, us. Yes. And, uh, Thank you for the support. <laughs> Sonia, your results. Oh, God. Do you have to announce them? <laughs> Sonia's number one was Jim 
Beam. Yeah. <laughs> we are not representing. <laughs> your number two was Woodford Reserve. See? And your number three was Angels hey, Envy. She got in there, okay? Ben, your results. <laughs> Elijah Craig, number one. There we go. Jim Beam. <laughs> <laughs> number two. Wildcard, man, that guy. Jim Beam, number two for Ben. And your number three is Woodford Reserve. All right. And, at least uh, I finished up strong <laughs> at the end there. And uh, front it, me. I chose my number one was Elijah Craig. Number two was Eagle Rare. And my number three was Angels Envy. Yeah. And we all agreed at the end that our accumulative top three was Elijah Craig, Angels, Envy, and Jim Beam. <laughs> Jim Beam making oh the list. Oh, my God. <laughs> so what did you guys think? Uh, Sonia, what, what? That was a lot of fun, It was yeah. fun. That was it a was lot of fun. fun. Sorry we couldn't bring that all to you on the air, uh, but the podcast would have been three hours long. Exactly. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, we'll have snippets on Instagram and oh on my Twitter. God. Absolutely. Sonia, what did you like about your choices? <laughs> I didn't know what I was choosing. Yeah. <laughs> um... I'm disappointed that I did not choose Eagles Rare. Eagle Rare, yeah. Eagle Rare, sorry. I'm really sad that I didn't do that. But I immediately pushed Elijah whatever, to the side. To the, side. Yeah. the minute I smelled it, I just said, nope, that's not for yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. You know what? Jim Beam. I grew up around that. So you well, know, I'm representing. Yeah, well, I know. I know. So you like the Sonia the, grew up in Kentucky, the softer stuff, like yeah, you know, not not too much uh, flavor, a little softer. Not too palette. much flavor. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm there, guilty of the let's, same. Apparently, let's, let's separate that. It's not not too much flavor. There's flavor with with Jim and and with you know Angels Envy and, and Woodford. all and Woodford. But, but Woodford, Woodford. And, Woodford and Angels Envy are both. Uh, they were crafted by the same. Um, uh, master distiller, uh, Lincoln Henderson. So, I guess I guess uh, okay. if, if he crafts anything else, you'd, 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 I probably or like whatever. It. We'll have to find what else. It'll he's end up in our liquor cabinet yeah, for sure. We'll definitely, yeah. I'll have to look into that, yeah. and, and we'll get you some of that. See, the key for me is when I take a sip. If it's not burning my mouth, yeah, I like it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Ben, what about you? I mean, you have the Elijah, you have the the Jim Beam, and you have the Woodford. So I mean, you were kind of all over the board because Elijah has, uh, you know, it has uh, a, yeah. a strong. That was a shocker. Uh, sort of uh, mouthfeel once you once you. Uh... But yeah, I mean, I really like the notes in the in the Elijah. The I notes. did. Yeah, yeah. I, I just, I mean, it was a very strong, but not um, overpowering, overpowering, yeah. and the and and the. the the follow through, the follow, the yeah, follow through yeah. was not so yeah. pronounced that you know I had to take multiple drinks of water to clear it from my palate. Mm-hmm. I'm a little disappointed that the angel rare or the uh, yeah. angel envy angel was envy, not yeah. angel's envy was not there. You know, because uh, you, you know. loved. I mean, yeah. the last couple of weeks you've been asking for the angels envy. Yeah, after, after I mean, the after podcast, the podcast, you're, I've you're been like, drinking yeah, that. I want that. And, you know, I am disappointed that that wasn't there. I'm disappointed that, that the, that the be Jim, Jim Beam, Beam now. made the right. list. Although my brother David, if you're listening, he will, uh, sure. you know you uh, you'll be proud that I chose the Jim Beam. I know you're a fan <laughs> of two. the Jim Beam. You're um, a silver medalist. You know, it, it's uh, you know, I, I really. What was my number two? Jim Beam. It was Jim. And number three. 
Uh, Woodford Reserve. Yeah, I like that Woodford Reserve for yeah. sure. For yeah, it's, sure. It, it, it's it's smooth. It's definitely smooth. That's sort of a, a, my night's drinking, right? I mean, it goes from really harsh to, or yeah. not harsh, but you know, serious to more mild to you know a little bit more harsh in the end. There. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, sort of it, like your mood. <laughs> sort of like my mood. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, uh, I am disappointed that Angel's Envy wasn't there, but I mean, hearing and reading about other bourbon taste tests. Uh, folks are often surprised with the results. Yeah. So, Franny, what did you think of your? Well, before I mean, Franny's the only one that didn't have Jim Beam, so listen, clearly he's listen, the only listen. one. You're going to see this. We're, we're going to have snippets of this, but the minute that Franny sat down, he was such a pro. He it was sat all business there. up in there. Oh no, he had his lined up, and then the minute he smelled it, he like immediately scooted Jim right out of the yeah, running. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I just I mean, it, well, Jim Beam has a nutty flavor. To it now, it's like it's smooth though. It's smooth, it's smooth, but I'm just not a big fan of that nutty sort of peanutty sort of flavor, and that's exactly what it gave me. Um, but your number one, my number one was the Elijah, yeah, Elijah, Craig. yeah, 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 uh, and and uh, my second was Eagle Rare and then Angel's Envy, yeah. So it went from um, from full bodied flavor yep. to Angel's Envy, which is more smooth, yep. and then I just kicked him beam off <laughs> the podium because <laughs> it, was, it was a little, it was it was too smooth, you know. Yeah, it's been, he moved that one. It was a broken glass in our in our back room. <laughs> Just smashed it up against the wall. I don't want this. <laughs> wow. Oh, that was a lot of fun. That was really a lot of fun. cumulative, though, I think we have a pretty good top three. We I have so. uh, the Elijah, Angel's Envy, and Jimmy Beam. Yeah. Jimmy. Jimmy. Jimmy makes the list. Jimmy. He, he made it. He made it. And it was the lowest priced option <laughs> out of the five. Probably by date. half. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, well, the, the Elijah is about, uh, about 25 bucks. The Angel's is closer to 50 and then the Jimmy Beam is nine ninety nine <laughs> with a coupon. You could get it for eight ninety nine. You probably could. Yeah, definitely. Costco for the giant bottle. So, the, <laughs> so that that was a lot of fun. That and, was and, cool. Uh, you know, I mean, I enjoy the uh, the bourbons. Uh, Son, you're starting to enjoy bourbons starting. and the starting, darker yeah. sort of brown slowly drinks, but surely uh, or beverages. And and Ben, um, our palates. Maybe, maybe a gin. Maybe we should start doing. Yeah, gins we could do a gin taste. Yeah. Yeah. We're, yeah. we're okay. going to do a prosecco taste for some. Yeah, no, 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 definitely. I was talking about possibly doing a tequila tasting to actually see the difference between the yeah, silver and that'd be, and the I gold think that and... would be good for yeah. all three of us because none of us none are of... particularly sophisticated yeah. tequila right. drinkers. No. Right. And we might all puke. <laughs> I mean, I, I fancy myself <laughs> a pretty here. sophisticated beer drinker. Uh, Franny is a that very, be so- another one. <laughs> very sophisticated. IPAs. Ooh, filters. I would love to do IPA tastings. I mean, just Goody. like all the different types of beers. Do I have to rank them? Well, yeah. Fran- I mean, Franny is a sophisticated Sophisticated bourbon and whiskey drinker. He definitely picked those uh, out. Oh, Sonia, yeah. Sonia, oh, yeah. I'm, so I'm sophisticated. not sophisticated in any way. Sonia is nope. a very sophisticated champagne and no, Prosecco I am drinker. Not. And we'll have to do some scotches, too. Yeah, we know? can do some scotches because some I think scotch. the three of us may be more in alignment, I think, on the scotches. Uh, the, I think the, you guys might like on the scotch bourbon. more. So maybe a little bit I, I need to understand what the difference is. I mean, I can drink uh, doers. I, I mean, doers I can drink all night. <laughs> <laughs> I have the differences right over here. Oh, you so. do? Yeah. Oh, here we so go. So bourbons, uh, it's a whiskey that is distilled from corn. Uh, for a whiskey to be considered bourbon, the grain mash must be at least 51% corn. Uh, on top of that, by law, the mixture must be stored in charred oak containers and cannot contain any additives. Whereas a scotch must be produced in 
Scotland, and made from mostly malted barley and aged in oak barrels for three or more years. And also, there are ryes. So <laughs> the ryes, which we should also try, rye whiskey oh, can right. refer either to American whiskey, which must be distilled from at least 51% rye and aged two or more years, or Canadian whiskey, and this doesn't make any sense to me at all, which may or may not actually include any rye in its production <laughs> process. So, well, maple you know, syrup. We, we don't the, judge, we, eh? We let the Canadians <laughs> slide on that one. Yeah, Zach and Ryan. You know, they make, they make pretty good booze up in, in, in Canada. All right. So that we'll, was really We'll fun. let them slide on that. That was a lot of fun. So, yeah, so we'll do a, a Prosecco drink. We'll do a IPA taste. We'll tequila. do a scotch taste. We'll do a tequila taste. You Vodka. Uh, yeah. You know, maybe, Ooh, oh, that vodka. would be good. That would be good. It'd be interesting to see, you know, vodka. how the three of us... I, I hate vodka. I don't, I'm not a big vodka drinker uh, other see, than I don't shots, mind vodka. but that's it. I don't mind vodka. Um, I'm going to sip on my Elijah Craig. All right. The Elijah Craig is on the yeah. table. Do you right, want your Jim Beam? Thank you so much for that. Thank you so much for doing that and putting the work yes. into that. Well... Well, thank you guys because uh, for drinking it on how terrible that was. <laughs> <laughs> What's next up on the big board? More drinking, yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> and next up on the big board, Ben, we have our beer taste. We have our beer taste. We Poor have to me. grab it out of the cooler because it's icy, icy cold. Our beer is Poddington's or Poddington's Poddington's from Boddington's Brewery, founded in 1778 by. Thomas Kester and Thomas Fry, two grain merchants under the same name, Strange Ways Brewery. In 1832, Henry Boddington joined the venture as a traveling salesman, and by 1848, Boddington had become a full-fledged partner in the operation. In 1853, Boddington borrowed money to become the brewery's sole owner, and by 1877, it increased its output from 10,000 barrels a year to 100,000 barrels a year. In 1886, Henry died, and his son William Slater took over the business, which was then by which was then known as Boddington's Breweries Limited. Throughout the first quarter of the 20th century, Bodding, Boddington's <laughs> uh, for some reason I cannot pronounce Boddington's. Boddington's continued to be the largest brewery in Manchester and one of the largest breweries in all of northern England. When World War II broke out, the brewery suffered a direct hit from a bomb onto its water tanks during the Manchester Blitz. When it was rebuilt, the brewery featured the first stainless steel brewing vats in all of Europe. A household name in northern England, Boddington's had been by 1995, increased its production to 850,000 barrels a year. What started as a regional English ale has today become a British staple, international delight, enjoyed by discerning drinkers on both sides of the Atlantic. So we are going to give this a taste. Let's open up this Boddington's and give it a taste. Let's go ahead and crack it open, Ben. All right, I think this is one of those beers that has a little compressed air in the can. So, oh, there uh, it goes. I heard it. I heard it. I don't know if our listeners heard it. But, Ben, yeah, pour some uh, right in there. Ooh, look at that. Look at that head uh, <laughs> on there. there all right, bad. number two. All right, all right. And, and number three. There we are. We got one Sasanya right there. And... There you are right there, Ben. All right. Tasting a little Boddington's. uh, It's an ale. It's an ale. All right. It's an ale. It's a regional English ale. Mm Mm-hmm. 
And uh, so we should definitely keep a track of all the beers that we've tried so that we can do the taste test, you know, sometime later in a podcast. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So. And and uh, interestingly enough, the, the reviews for this were all over the map. So oh. I'm, I'm really curious <laughs> to see how we like it. Um, it's It doesn't have a lot of flavor. No, it, there's... There's not a lot it of It doesn't have a lot of flavor. Flavor at all actually. It, it's it's lightly carbonated for sure. It's it's almost a an ale that's trying to be a stout that's trying to be an ale. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of that. <laughs> Boddingtons. Boddingtons. I'm, I'm, I mean it I'm has not... a really really cool I mean if can. It, if it had something missing. Yeah, yeah right? there's something <laughs> missing. Uh I mean, I could see drinking it in the summer when it's uh, the high of seventy-five in Northern it. England. Hmm. Nope. All right. This is if it not... was a little more, if it was a little more bubbly, you know, it's it's too soft. <sighs> well, it's. Soft. I mean, I'll finish I would mine, like it, but it's it's bitter. Not bitter at all, actually. Not, not bitter, bitter at all. At all. <laughs> <laughs> Alvin. <laughs> yeah. Um. This this is oh, you, can, uh, you can hear it in the bottom of the can. No what offense, is that? No, the, the air canister. CO2. No offense to Boddington, but this is probably the worst beer that I've tasted <laughs> on the show. On the show, yeah. Finally, Ben, we've come up with a we've beer that we don't like. We've liked like. every other beer on the show except for this one. Uh, man, this is not very good. No, nope, I mean it no. went back to 1778, so uh, that's uh, several centuries of didn't have too many options back then. Fairly I guess. average it's ale. Sad. This this is what I picture them, you know, with the wagons. You know, in Robin Hood, when they're when they're carrying the wagons <laughs> of ale, you know, through the forest. This is this is this is something that keeps for a long time. Uh, but it's 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 a fairly average ale, I would say. Yep. So, what beer it's, do you drink warm? Uh, in England, you, uh, maybe this virtually one. every beer. Maybe we should just like put this one in the sun for a while. <laughs> oh, sun, you put it in the oven. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that wasn't... Uh, Preheat the oven to 350 was... <laughs> degrees. This is Eli Manning. Oh, my We're gonna God, talk about guys. We're going to make some cookies today with oatmeal. Uh, I hope you enjoy it. So, yeah, what's that, that in the can? It's a CO2 canister. Yeah, so it, it kind of causes... It, it creates the the fizz. The fizz. It, it creates the head, but the head did not stay. No, it didn't. No, maybe... Um, that's kind of cool, though. Yeah, it is kind of cool. The head I mean, didn't last very long. <laughs> that's... Well, Guinness That's what had she that. Said. Guinness had that for yeah, a while, Guinness but Guinness, had a great Guinness has a lot of head. Oh, yeah. I yeah. got a lot of head from Guinness last yeah, week. Yeah, that was a great... I mean, Guinness is old school. I mean, Guinness is as good as it gets. Oh, yeah. God. It takes me back to my... Sonny wasn't here last week, but me and Betty had a lot of head from that yeah, Guinness last week. Yeah, a lot. Without the canister. And, you know, it took me back to my childhood, you know, my, my, my <laughs> Irish... Someone gave you head my Irish, No, my Irish friends. Uh, his father worked in the Guinness, you know, Guinness brewery. Hey, here's a little bit of head for you. As a kid before they left and came to the United States, so... All right, well, Boddington's. I'm sorry. Uh, this is proof oh once God. again that we're not sponsored by any of the products. No, no we're not. That we taste no, on the show. We're not going be. to say that this is a wonderful ale because uh, it's, not. it's not. No, no, that uh, wasn't that good. It's All right, yeah, sorry, Boddingtons. All right, what's, all right. You will not be sponsoring us. What's but next up on the big board? <laughs> next up, boot on the big board. We have some giants. News. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I mean, I, I think we talked about this on the last couple podcasts about how terrible the Giants' moves had been. Mm-hmm. Uh, I gave it a little bit of thought, and I think it might actually be a pretty smart move by the team. And in fact, Gettleman might have a plan here. What's What's the plan? Yeah. The plan is uh, my my best guess be is, the worst team in the is that um, 
they are going to draft a quarterback this year. If they don't trade up, they're going to take a quarterback. Well, they're getting Russell Wilson next year. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I think that Odell Beckham Jr. was too much of what the Giants have not been and too much of what the Giants hadn't been in the championships they, that they had won, both with Phil Simms as quarterback as well as with Eli Manning. Uh, they're a very workmanlike team. They're a team that wins in an unflashy style, a team that does the right thing uh, and plays hard-nosed football. And I think that shedding that salary and shedding that drama off the team and bringing in you know Golden Tate and setting setting themselves up to draft a quarterback might actually not be the dumbest thing or sign quarterback Earth. or Russell Wilson. Yeah. Um, but I mean, he, he, Beckham had been there for how many seasons? I think five or six seasons. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, hadn't been particularly successful. Created a lot of drama. Uh, so if they can, in fact, take this first and third round pick and find themselves a quarterback of the future, I think that the Giants may have been unfairly maligned thus far. Uh, I think it might have been a smarter move than we think. Maybe. Maybe. We'll see going forward. But uh, I'm happy with the Giants situation right now. <laughs> <laughs> the bigger, uh. yeah, so the, the Redskins are a train wreck. The Giants are purportedly a train wreck. Uh, the Cowboys have uh, a mediocre quarterback. quarterback one, You're like in the best division. <laughs> one bona fide receiver, no other bona fide receivers, a great running back, but still a questionable, a questionable offensive line. Uh, they have a, still have a pretty good defense, but it, it should be the Giants, uh, or not the Giants, the Eagles division to win should next be. year. Uh, assuming everybody comes back healthy. Mm-hmm. All right, Sonia, anything to add about uh, your friend Eli Manning? No. Nothing. All right. <laughs> What's next up on the big board? Next up on the big board, Ben, we have some perfect Oh, news. my goodness. Vontez, perfect to the Raiders. You have a lot written down here about Vontaze. I do. Well, because he's been, the, he's been you know, a problematic player, especially <laughs> for the Steelers for a long time. Uh, I tweeted. Well, he's, uh, he's you know, the injure. second that he got oh, cut, that he would Steelers end up play. with, that he would end up with the Raiders. Uh, you know, over the course of his career, he's been fined over four hundred thousand uh, dollars. He has a long history of questionable play, including a helmet helmet to hit on his new teammate Antonio Brown. He has uh, played part in a, that played a part in the league's decision to suspend Perfect for the first three games of the two thousand and sixteen season. He has also been accused of dirty hits against Ravens tight end Max Williams, Patriots tight end Martellus Bennett, and former Patriots running back LeGarrette Blunt. I love LeGarrette Blunt. I mean, he's 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 just he's he's a perfect Raider. I mean, he makes the perfect <laughs> oh my God. fit for the Oakland Raiders. And I, and I just I wonder if it's not a problematic move for the Raiders moving forward that they were bringing someone in to the system who is not going to do the kinds of things that um, will lead to a successful team down the road. I mean, he was with the Bengals for a long time. That defense played fairly well. Uh, but there was nothing but drama with him. There was nothing but problems with him. And he ran into the, the tunnel that one game after he hit <laughs> during the game and almost actually got a penalty for leaving the leaving the play the you know the the, the field of play. Uh, Sonia, what do you think about Vontez Perfect going to the Oakland Raiders? Uh, he was that dick, didn't he? Like hurt someone really bad, and I can't remember. Anyways, good for him. 
Yeah, on several occasions. It's where he, uh, it's where I, he be- well, I can't say it's where he belongs. I mean, that is where he belongs. That's exactly where I he can't belongs. Can't say that. I don't know. I mean, the Raiders have drafted and taken player after player after player that have, that have had problems. If well, you can't go to the Bengals, you end up with the Raiders. If you well, can't go to the Raiders, Sir? you end up with the Bengals. <laughs> who's got Sue? Oh, Sue? Sue has not story. been signed. Yeah, I mean, Sue has not been signed. I'm He's surprised. not been re-signed? No. Nope. No. Oh, too bad. Well, my hope is that the Steelers may reach out to him. Dude, seriously? Oh, all of a sudden. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Now it's, oh, yeah. That's okay. Well, we haven't made Dish. the greatest of moves thus far. Um, think. So it's it's you know I, I would hope that the Steelers will make no some Houston kind of a splash for you, play. no Justin Houston for you. Well, no Justin Houston for the Steelers, <laughs> and it's too bad. I mean, it really is too bad. I mean, I think we're doing some of the right things, but we do need to pick up a splashy player at some point. If we and that might mean trading up in the draft to get that person. Yeah. Well, you so, got ten picks in the draft, so we do have ten picks. We're we're uh, we're, we're up there with the Raiders. I think the Raiders had well, they had eleven well, they have, until they traded for they Brown. Have ten in the first round. Yeah, <laughs> they've <it's, laughs> well, they, they still. I think the Raiders still have three in the first uh, round. Yeah, they do. All right, Sonia. What's next up on the big board? Listener message. Oh, listener message. Sorry. <laughs> what are you doing to me? Well, she's uh, deep in thought there over there, researching Russell Wilson's Shut your possible <laughs> apartments in New York City on the Upper Shut West Side. Checking his Instagram and, and Twitter. Hole. He's probably at Children's Hospital of Seattle today. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, he goes there a lot. Are you done? Okay. <laughs> if you like what you hear on the show, you could subscribe by going to our website, thirstinggold.buzzsprout.com. You can also search for us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, CastBox. CastBox. Google Podcast, Stitcher, or whatever podcatcher you use. If you know someone who would like the show, please feel free to share our Twitter or our Instagram with them. We've been very busy on both Twitter and Instagram tonight. We have some awesome new photos of the beer we've drank. And video. The video of the Eventually. bourbon taste. I'll get that up. And the awesome uh, photographs of all of the different bourbons that we are drinking in our taste test. You can follow us on Twitter at Goal Thirst. If you'd like to leave feedback, tell us what we do well, tell us what we don't do well, tell us what you'd like to hear more of or less of. You can email us at podcastthirstinggoal at gmail.com. Again, that's podcastthirstinggoal at gmail.com. Please, please, please give us your feedback. Thank you so much. Thank you, thank you, Ben. And next up on the big board, we have vamp. Whatever yes. that means. Well, I don't know that it's Frane's favorite subject. I try to <laughs> research sort of obscure statistics and things that are happening around the league just to try to figure out if there's some better way of uh, evaluating players and how much to spend on them. Uh, you know, we see the Nick Foles deal, $88 million, $50 million guaranteed. Uh, the Raiders going out and giving uh, Antonio Brown nineteen, damn near nineteen million dollars a year. Trey Flowers, nineteen million dollars a year, uh, and we may have some other players, you know, in 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 free agency next year that are that are in some sort of obscene salary range. So some folks over at uh, over at USA Today came up with a new statistic, or as Franny would say, an article. An article. An article. <laughs> with, uh, so it's called Value Above Market Price. Essentially, this is the Howie Roseman theory of uh, of, oh, of drafting players and signing players. This is something that I think the Eagles have actually done for a long time. So essentially, you take 
the average you take the production of a player at any position quarterback linebacker uh defensive end whatever the position may be you figure out all of the production points sacks hurries touchdowns you know y- yards per carry yards after catch whatever the case may be and you determine what the league average is uh, in dollars for each of one of those players. And then you determine how much you're, play- you're paying your player or how much you would offer a player that's coming in and see how much over or above the average market price that player would bring in. For example, Patrick Mahomes last year uh, gave you the value of uh, $18.2 million over what he produced. Uh, someone like Khalil Mack actually in this year of his contract will be over market pri- or under market price, whereas last year he was under market price. It's essentially a way of determining whether you're overpaying or underpaying for a player. Uh, so Aaron Rodgers, for example, last year would probably have been over market price given the production that he put up last year. So it's essentially just an average across the league for a position to determine Given the statistics, given the numbers that your player is putting up, how much should you pay that player? What do you think, Fry? Well, how many teams are using that metric? Uh, I, th- I, the thing that made me research this was Howie Roseman's quote. I think it was two or three years ago that he made, where he said, "When he looks at his roster, he wants to see a roster that's worth over two hundred million dollars a year." Uh, the salary cap, I think, at the time was somewhere in the one seventies. Uh, so he's essentially trying to get more value for dollars uh, than is on his roster. So if he can spend $180 million and he's spending $180 million, he wants the players on his team to be worth $200-plus million. I think Bill Belichick does something similar. The production on the Patriots is clearly over and above what the salary cap is just because of the, the, the insane um, results that the team is able to obtain. Uh, so when teams are out there like the Raiders just throwing money around or the Rams essentially just throwing money around, how much value are they actually getting for that money? We talked earlier tonight about Aaron Donald. So how much money or how much value is that $19 million a year contract really giving to the team over and above what the average defensive end would give you? Hmm. They're all <laughs> bored out of their skulls. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> well, I don't know how long this metric has been used in the NFL. I mean, how many years now? I mean, you said two or three years or so from Harry Roseman, but I mean, how long has this been going on in the a, NFL? A couple years. Yeah, and, and, I, I just don't know if there's enough behind the metric just yet. It's, it's hard to judge that metric. Well, analytics are tough. I mean, analytics are fairly new to the NFL, and they're actually still about a quarter of the teams in the NFL that don't use them at all. Baseball's been using them since the yeah. 80s. They had a movie about it. Uh, so, I mean, it's something that's fairly new to the NFL. So how do you, I mean, it's easy to, I mean, on the face of it. I mean, it sounds good. Don't get me wrong. It does sound good. I just don't know if it works. Well, I think Patrick Mahomes was a poor example to use in the yeah, article because he's, obviously he's on a rookie deal. Yeah. It, well, so when you start paying him. a spectacular him, player. I mean, if you look at someone like Russell Wilson, suppose you paid Russell Wilson $39 million next year. Mm-hmm. Is he that much better than the average quarterback? Given he's, the he's given the worth production, more for his team than maybe another team. You know, I mean, for, for the Seahawks right now, he is more valuable than he would be with uh, I don't know, maybe the Jets. I mean, he's just in that situation with the right coach, uh, with the defense, uh, you know, with the offense that he has. So, I mean, I, I, I think it just uh, varies from team to team. 
Sonia, any thoughts? Nope. I'm just I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna continue to try to find some analytics in the NFL. Yeah, I know. I, uh, yeah, you're you're that, definitely trying. <laughs> that, that makes sense um, because the contracts just do sort of seem like they come out of left field from time to time. You know, they're playing $12 million for this guy, $6 million no for someone who essentially is at the same production level. I mean, if a guy in the in, in Major League Baseball, he's batting two ninety five, hits 20 home runs, 80 RBIs, you could be pretty consistent across the league mm-hmm. that most of the guys that are in that range are making yeah. right around the same money when their contracts come up. I just think they're— But they're, foals to get 90? You know, different variables in the NFL to judge that metric— Okay. I, I I don't know. I it, it's I, that that's probably why it's not used so widely in the NFL like it is in the MLB. That may be true. I I just don't know what Belichick is doing. Like, what is Belichick doing? You know, it's easy to say that he wants smart, competitive, you know, hard nosed players, but there's got to be something more to it that he's doing that makes him successful year after year after year that other teams aren't doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm just insert- well, he wasn't always that successful, but you know, that I mean, is true. Yeah. Well, I'd like to see what happens after Tom Brady leaves, but right now... Well, I'm sure when Tom Brady leaves, he'll also leave he'll at also that same leave. time. That may be true. Uh, all right, I've bored you all to tears with my vamp. Uh, so what's up next on the big board? Some Kaepernick news, Ben. Uh, yeah, so the, the you know last uh, couple weeks ago, the long national nightmare of Antonio Brown ended. Uh, Colin Kaepernick and Eric Reed's uh, grievance... Arbitration ended this past week uh, with a purported buyout or settlement of $10 million uh, to, you know, there wasn't actually a clear breakdown as to whether or not Kaepernick, you know, what the breakdown between Kaepernick and Reed was. I'm assuming Kaepernick got the lion's share of that since Reed signed a contract with the Panthers. Uh, But it's over. Uh, $10 million was the, the settlement amount. Sounds to me like they weren't able to demonstrate a strong enough case to show collusion because that would have been a significantly higher number than that if they were able to do so. Um, but at least this is sort of puts an end to to what was kind of a black eye in the NFL for a long time. Politics aside, uh, it looks like um, we can move on from this. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Kaepernick is actually now negotiating with the, N- or the XFL. Oh, wow. Here he continues to negotiate with the XFL. Oh, I heard rumors with the AAF that he wanted to sign a contract for $20 million. Yeah, and, and that's, that's go, not going to happen. Yeah. Uh, you know, he's a good quarterback for sure. I mean, he's a, he's definitely a good well, he, quarterback. I mean, what? compared to the crap, I mean, they, I just saw some people that got signed this past yeah. weekend. It's he, mind-blowing. He was in the Super Bowl. I mean, He was in the Super Bowl. Uh, who'd they lose to? Was that the year they lost the to the Ravens? Ravens? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, so at least this is over with. Uh, very difficult to to prove collusion, and uh, I would say based on the the settlement amounts that that they were not able to do so, or it wasn't likely that they were going to be able to do so. So this the NFL settled it for what is essentially a nuisance amount, given the uh, the amount of revenue that's coming into the NFL. Sonia is shaking her head at me. No, <laughs> no, no. It's just I don't know. <laughs> Sonia's ready. For the quiz. What's next up on the big board? It is the quiz, Sonia. You just said the quiz. Yeah. <laughs> Sonia, are you ready for the quiz? I am ready for the quiz. Yeah. All let's, right. Let's get our buzzers ready. Where are our buzzers? Where are our buzzers? Our buzzers are right there on that oh, chair. There oh, oh, one. oh, oh. <laughs> Sonia, you're going to be the boing. I'm a boing. And I will be the... Ding dong. Ding dong. <laughs> All right. All right, Ben, Let's you're the host for tonight's quiz. All right, this is uh this quiz is completely and utterly it is 
on the theme of free agency <laughs> and drafts because that's the that's the season that we're in right now. Uh, so, Sonia, Frane, are you ready for the first question? Let's go ahead. What quarterback did the Chargers give Eric Metcalf a first-round pick and a second-round pick to the Cardinals for in 1997? Uh, um, God, what's his name? <laughs> you know who it is. Oh my God, Ryan Leaf. Ryan Leaf yeah. is correct. Ryan, that is the correct answer. Ryan Ryan Leaf. This trade took place before the 2000 season, but it's not too bad to ignore. The Chargers so desperate for a quarterback that they try that they traded Eric Metcalf, a first round pick, a second round pick to the Cardinals, just to move up one spot. And take Ryan Leaf. The rest of this trade in the future was an unmitigated disaster. Wow. Oh yeah. Ryan Leaf, I think is early the, on they knew that it was a disaster. Yeah, I think he's like coaching like somewhere high school high school football somewhere down in like South Texas or junior high school. Yeah, I mean it was. Maybe I mean Pee-wee? it was bad. I mean it was ugly, and that was for one spot in the draft. That's I mean great. they're talking about the Cardinals essentially this year could could take Kyler Murray or someone could could, could trade for Rosen and move up two spots. I mean, this is mind-blowing. Are you ready for the next Next question, question, Sonia? Yes. Who did the Atlanta Falcons trade to Green Bay in 1990? Or who did the Atlanta Falcons trade to Green Bay in 1992 after drafting him 33rd overall the year before? (laughs) (laughs) Do we care? (laughs) Who did they... I don't know. What did you ask? I was eight years old. <laughs> Brett Favre is the oh. answer. Wait, who? Brett Favre. He he went to Atlanta first? Oh, jeez. This he... this trade is a perfect example of how hindsight is always twenty twenty. While it was clear that the Atlanta Falcons were high on Favre's ability, the fact that they traded him after just one season is also very indicative of what <laughs> kind of future they felt he had in the National Football League. Wow. Oh. So the Atlanta Falcons traded away after one season, Brett Favre. That's that makes a lot more sense now that you explained it to me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, are we ready for the next question? Yes. No. All right. <laughs> Apparently not. <laughs> what player did Mike Ditka and the Saints give the Washington Redskins eight draft picks for in 1991? I don't know. These are all pretty big trades. Uh, I'm pretty sure they were, but you know, when Man, you've tasted five <laughs> different bourbons, bourbons. <laughs> I'm not sure, Ben. Who was that player? Well, uh, no. No, take a guess. I don't know. I'm sure when you think about marijuana legalization. Okay. He took a year off to to smoke weed. I don't know. I can't remember. The New Orleans the New Orleans Saints coach Mike Dicka loved running back Wiki, Ricky Williams so much oh, okay. that, that he gave now. away eight draft picks. For was him. that in nineteen ninety one? It was nineteen ninety one. Was it really? Or was it two thousand one? I know. I think it was. I think it was Maybe later. It was I think it was later than that. But it was eight draft picks. They no, gave yeah, away but for that, Ricky was, that was a lot later. But that's like at Google for this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think it. Was, that's why. I think yeah. that might have been two thousand. I think it was two thousand. That might have been two thousand one. Ben, that might have been two thousand and one. 
Look up Ricky Williams. Oh, sorry, yeah. It was actually 2001. <laughs> 2001. That's right. All right. Are you ready for question four? Was it, was it 1901 <laughs> or 2001? All right. I'm getting, All right a little bit, so, I'm getting a little bit closer in time here. No more quizzes for Ben. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What player did the Philadelphia Eagles trade to Minnesota for two draft picks, including a first-round draft pick? In 2016. Oh. Ask again? What? What player did the Philadelphia Eagles trade to the Minnesota Vikings for two draft picks, including a first-round draft pick in 2016? Who was your... That's a good question. Who was your quarterback back then? <laughs> I don't know if it was, I don't think it was a quarterback. Who was it, Ben? After Teddy Bridgewater's horrifying knee injury during the 2016 season, the Vikings were so desperate for a quarterback <laughs> that they gave the Eagles two draft picks, including a first round for Bradford. I knew it. Sam I knew it. Bradford. Oh, Jesus. I knew it. I, Jesus. That's right. We were laughing about his I, cast, yeah, his know. full body cast. I know. With yeah, Bradford Jesus under Christ. center, the Vikings went 8-8 eight and eight that year. Damn it. Yeah, that, that that guy's made so much money in his career, being injured his entire career. Yes, Eli Manning, actually. Did you know Eli Manning this year became the highest-paid quarterback in the history of the NFL in aggregate salary over time? Well, He's actually made more money than any quarterback in the history of the league. All right. Cool. All right, question five. They are dying for this quiz to be over. <laughs> what <Our> quarterback... <laughs> What quarterback did Washington give the L.A. Rams three first-round draft picks for in 2012? I, I don't even know who their quarterback was before. The Redskins? The Redskins gave L.A. three, three, three first-round draft picks for this guy. He's also uh, a subject of one of the earlier moves tonight. Bradford? Nope. <laughs> Earlier on the show, the Redskins traded up to take RG3, give uh, the Rams yeah. three first round draft picks. I don't remember how he made it to the league. I just know he's in the league. Yeah, I mean, this this is a trade that won't soon be forgotten. Washington gave I up forgot. a small fortune, most notably three first round picks so they could move up in the 2012 draft so they could take RG3. That was under the Jeff Fisher regime. Oh, well, Jeff Fisher was pretty terrible. All right, I think they're happy that the quiz is What's over. What's next on the big board? Sonia never <laughs> says that, but Sonia, next up on the big board. What do we have, Sonia? Uh, oh, our top five. Yes, yes we yes. do. Yay. So, uh, you know, our, our podcast, we've had quite a few now, and uh, our top five, this is... Just so you get to uh, know some of our hosts here. <laughs> Lame. And, uh, no, this will be a good one, I think. Yes. I'm, I'm looking for my notes here. I mean, I know I my know. top five. Ben. The top five cartoons of all time. Who would like to lead it off? I'm happy to lead it off. Go for it. All right. Number five cartoon of all time in Americana <laughs> is The Jetsons. Ooh. The Jetsons was a great show ahead of its time. Ta da! Uh, it was definitely it was ahead of its time in many different ways. But I, I thought that uh, the family dynamic in the Jetsons, along with the commentary on uh, you know the sort of workaday world, was was really really good. 
Uh, Franny will probably be disappointed by my number four since it's so low in my uh, in my ranking. Uh, number four is The Simpsons. Oh, it's pretty wow, low for Franny. I know. No, no, it's not that it's low, but I'm surprised that it's on your top five at all. Oh, I love The Simpsons. I mean, I grew. I mean, I. I you didn't grow it, up with them, but <laughs> well, I did. Well, I grew up Tracy Ullman show in the '80s, and then it you know became its own show. But I, I mean, I I really loved The Simpsons for a long period of time before it was sort of overtaken by some cartoons that came later. Uh, but I think for its time, uh, you know, late '80s, early '90s, all the way into the 2000s, I, know, I think they really were groundbreaking. You've been a Simpsons hater for quite a for while for some now. period of time. I don't think that I don't think the shows the last few seasons, you know, well, five not, six well, seasons, yeah. yeah have been particularly good uh but i think what they did with that show was really groundbreaking um and for it to sh- you know stay on the air for whatever it's been now 25 27 was, years something like it that it was 89 uh, so it's been about 30 years i mean now. that is yeah, mind blowing. I, I, I think they've uh long time yeah they've been signing for like another i think they signed a contract for another couple of years so it's been like over 30 years now 32 years that it's going to be on the air yeah and to their credit they have not changed mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i mean the show is essentially much the same as it was you know 10 years ago 15 years ago 15 years ago 20 years ago mm-hmm. um so i will put simpsons at number four mm-hmm. number three on my list futurama Oh, wow. I love oh, me man. some Futurama. I think Futurama again <laughs> a very it's a groundbreaking show. It just never really got the audience that it really well, deserved. Also, also a Matt Groening show. Yeah, yeah. from the creator of The Simpsons. It just never really. I mean, it, it went off the air for some period of time, and then they brought it back, much like Family Guy. Mm-hmm. But it just couldn't gain the traction. I just I think it's a really great show. The characters are well are really well written. Um, and I think that, again the commentary on culture is really good. It just it never really got the traction to to sort of keep it on the air uh, for a long time. Uh, number two on my list, Family Guy. Mm-hmm. I just don't think you can argue with Family Guy being one of the top cartoons in the history of the United States. It's just <laughs> it's just an awesome show. It's funny. It's disgusting. It's modern. It's contemporary. Uh, you know, it just it touches on everything. Uh, that's going on in society in a, in a way that I think is honest and pretty disgusting a lot of the time, but it's just a really, really great show. And Sonny, do you have any guesses as to what my number one cartoon of all time is? No. American Dad. Oh. American that, Dad. That was on when I walked in. Is easily far and away the best cartoon ever produced in the United States. It is just, it is <laughs> everything about it is awesome. I should probably uh, watch that show. I yeah, mean, I, I, I mean, it is, it is just hysterical. It's it's raunchy, uh, it's unforgiving, um, but it's also very human at the same time. Uh, it, it's just all the characters are really, really well done. Uh, the alien Roger is just amazing <laughs> to watch. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think American Dad is is far and away for me anyway. Personally, my favorite cartoon of all time. What about you, Frana? Well, my number five is a show that, or a cartoon that you guys probably didn't watch. It was on in the early 90s. I think I've watched it. The Animaniacs. Uh, I've heard of it. Yeah, okay. Well, I don't know, Ben. You should should definitely pull up the... Lauren loved it. It it was a great show. I mean, me me and Lauren watched it probably at the same time. Uh, Yeah, yeah, thanks for that. Yeah. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, but the Animaniacs, it was, it was ahead of its time, actually. It was, it was a lot of uh, adult jokes yes, on that was. show uh, that kids didn't really understand at the time. Uh, but if you go back and watch it now, you'd be like, whoa, <laughs> I don't know how I let my kid watch that show. Um, my uh, number four is Tom and Jerry. Oh, they just, wow. they, that's even before your time, though. Way before but your they, time. They don't make they don't make those types of cartoons anymore. Also ahead of its time. I mean, you know, a, a, a mouse trying to murder a cat. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, you would have um, you know a lot of groups coming out against that. And Today, yeah, 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 yes. yeah. Well, I mean, but he never really murdered the cat. Well, he tried. It, it, he it was, tried really hard. Yeah, I mean, there was axes and guns, and and, and it was pretty violent for its. But at least uh, it's for, not, you know for, for today's kids, it would be. Considered pretty violent. Yes, for sure. At least it's not Pepe Le Pew, which is yeah. like a sexual harassment how-to video. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My number three, you can't go wrong with the Looney Tunes. All right, Sonia? Uh, right, yeah, Sonia? all of them. Yep. All yeah. of them. Yep. I still watch it. I still watch I like it. it. You know, I probably I think it comes should on have about, that on my list. Yeah, midnight-ish. It, does it? Yeah, I think yeah, it still comes it still on. Does. It's still those, the, well, I was going to say old episodes, but they're all old episodes. Um, but a great show. Still funny. No matter what age you are. Watching Daffy Whether Duck it's get his face, getting, his, or, <laughs> getting his bill blown off to the side of his yeah. head. Also a lot of guns and oh, axes awesome. and fire. and yeah. But no yeah. one ever died. Yeah, no, no. Roadrunner and all that. That yeah. was good. I think that we have that on your list too, Sonia. Somewhere. Yeah. It may be. <laughs> My number two ah. is The Simpsons. Okay. Also grew up with that show. That's up there. Uh, I believe it was 1989. When that show first yeah, came on the right air, right off the Tracy Ullman show, yeah, four years old at the time, and uh, I've been almost watching eighteen it years old at the time, my entire life. Uh, and Family Guy, Family number Guy, one, my number one. Um, you know, they just took it to the next level. Uh, you know, I believe it was around 1999. I think that's when they first came on the air. They went off the air for a little while and they came back. But I'm glad that they came back. And, uh, yeah, Family Guy is my number one. But I, I definitely do probably need to start watching um, American Dad. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, once you, once you go American I mean, we watch them both. Um, but Family Guy is just amazing. I mean, it's just – it's so or, in your face. Uh, American, American Dad. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's just Seth MacFarlane is a genius. Yeah, he is. Uh, have you have you guys watched the other show? What's what's it uh, that that um, Star Trek ripoff? I love it. Orville. I love Orville. It. Yeah, I, I haven't watched. It. I mean, I, I, it gets good reviews, but I haven't really watched good. it. It's really good. I mean, he, he when he puts his mind to something, it, it 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 the quality is right up there. I mean, it's a very very good show. I mean, it's an homage to the old Star Trek, but it's also pretty modern. Um, you know, he develops the characters really well, so it's not about just flying through space and shooting at things and blowing stuff up. It's really about the characters on the show, and it's it's really good. It's really well done. And Sonya. All right. Uh, coming in hot at number five. <laughs> coming in hot? That's from, that's from American Dad. I'm coming in too hot. Uh, no one here likes this, but it's Peanuts. It's Charlie Brown. I love Charlie Brown. I love watching him for Christmas. I know... Ben hates the Thanksgiving episode. There's no dialogue. <laughs> there is never any dialogue. It, they're Anyways. Da- they're dancing a- around that table for like 45 so minutes. Cute. I don't know what's happening. Oh, Snoopy is my love. Okay, so Peanuts, number five. Number four is the Flintstones. I love the Flintstones. I think the Flintstones could probably be... What's well, a foreigner to the Simpsons? Right, I mean, you know, yeah. they started that whole sort of family. 
dynamic cartoon yeah. genre. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So like love. the Honeymooners became the Flintstones. Love, love, became love, love. The... See, but I I like the Flintstones. I don't like when Bam Bam and and Pebbles Bam Bam. You know, they I didn't like that. Did, I did they? I, I, I think I, they I, did. I, I don't know. <laughs> I didn't watch enough of the Flintstones. Definitely not on the show. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I got Peanuts number five, Flintstones number four, uh, number three, Family Guy. Just like other people here. Number two, American Dad. Ooh, that's higher than I expected. And number one, uh, like Fran has stated, it's the Bugs Bunny Looney Tunes bit. I love them. I can watch it all I day. I love <laughs> them. Daffy and Bugs and um, uh, what's his name? Roadrunner and Wiley e. Coyote and it, all of that. That Act was me. That was just Act me. It's Act phenomenal. me explosives. So. I'm just going to go down to Home Depot tomorrow and get some dynamite. <laughs> yeah, right? Well, that's it. That was a very, very, very good, very good. Top five. Absolutely. All right, Franny, what's next up on the big board? And next up on the big board, Ben, you have your listener message. It's very, very sad that we end another show, but episode 19 must come to a close. Hoot, hoot. Uh, everyone out there, if you like what you hear on the show, you can subscribe by going to our website at thirstinggold.busprout.com. You can also search for us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, CastBox, CastBox. <laughs> Google Podcasts, Stitcher, or whatever podcatcher you use. If you know someone who would like the show as much as you do, please, please, please share our Instagram, which is at... Thirstan. Go or the Thirstan. Thirstan. <laughs> or on Twitter at Goal Thirst. If you'd like to leave us feedback or ask a question to be read on the show, you can email us direct at podcastthirstinggoal at gmail.com. Again, that's podcastthirstinggoal at gmail.com. Please, 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 if you would be so kind, leave us a review on any of the podcatchers, uh, including Apple Podcasts, that allow you to leave a review. We really, really, really appreciate all of you listening to the show, growing the show, um, and taking the time out of your busy schedule to listen to our uh, antics. Uh, Frane, (laughs) any closing statements before we wrap up the show? Uh, No, but thank you. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Thank you for tuning in, and uh, thank you for searching for our podcast. Sonia. Thank you. And whose birthday is it this week? Hoot, hoot. Happy birthday to you. Oh, my God. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Sonia. Happy birthday to you. And many more. There you go. Thank you, guys. Thank you, thank you, thank you. That was wonderful. That was beautiful. We love you. Aw. Uh, love you guys, a, too. Our fellow co-host. <laughs> All right. Take care, everyone. See you next week. Bye.